0: It's Thursday, March 25th. Welcome to Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill. With me today, the one and only Bill Barker. Thanks for being here.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: We've got consumer health retail, we've got home building, but we're actually going to start inside the home with the latest results from Restoration Hardware Holdings. The fourth quarter capped an absolutely fantastic year for this company. Profits and revenue were both higher than expected. Strong demand for the high end furniture and RH management. Expects revenue for the current quarter to grow significantly, and not a surprise that shares of RH are up a little bit this morning.
1: Uh, up a little bit after being up uh, plenty uh, going into today, and uh, things other than a little uh, blip down for just about everything a year ago. Uh, you know, it's it's just been been great. Although, so for the for the year, uh, revenues were only up eight percent. Uh, and and basically, the stock has doubled from where it was a year ago, or a little bit more than a year ago. If you're talking like charts from exactly a year ago, they all look amazing. So you have to back up to, to February to get a, a fair uh, comparison, and they're about double where they were in in February. And it's mostly a margin growth story uh, rather than you know top line. Top line only up eight percent. But margins have just improved dramatically. And they're up, uh, the gross margins up uh, 540 basis points and adjusted uh, margins up 750 basis points. They're just making about 50% more on every sale. And the sales are up a little bit. Sales look like they're going to keep. Moving up, uh, and and I think uh, Warren Buffett's a very happy shareholder, having bought into this uh, about a year and a half ago, and has done you know tripled his money.
0: The business has performed so well, as you said. I mean, look if you're ju- if you're just going for the past twelve months exactly, the stock's up three hundred sixty percent. You back it up a little bit more, the it's still an impressive increase, not quite in the range of three hundred sixty percent. How How should people feel about this stock? Because this is a business that has performed well for a while. Yes, they're capping a a great year, but they've performed well for a while. But I I just sort of look at this and I look at what they're selling, high-end furniture. And it's one of those things that like it's it's not like people who buy a five thousand dollar sofa need to refresh that cycle every year or even every, you know, few years.
1: Well, if you want to feel good about the company, I would recommend reading the shareholder letter, which came out yesterday, and the fourth quarter ended, and so this is the, the end of the year letter, and it's it's got a lot of Buffett in it. He quotes him um, and quotes him in particular, uh, well, uh, in saying time favors the well managed company, and as evidence of that, they cite their November. Uh, 2012 uh, IPO, and among the companies that it has outperformed as a stock in that uh, nearly nine years uh, are Apple, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Nike, Starbucks, Home Depot, uh, and just about everybody else but Tesla, as, as is quoted in the letter. So, all right, maybe that's just a product of the stock getting ahead of the business, you might say if you want to take the bear side, and at 60-some times uh, earnings, it, it is not a cheap stock today. Uh, but they point out again in the letter I recommend to people that might consider investing in the company, uh, they're about uh, a little less than three billion in revenues annually, and they're looking at growing to 20 to 25 billion as they expand internationally, they see you know d- doubling sales in North America uh, and the international being just as a big an opportunity. And at the moment, um, you've got to like uh, where they are and where they're going.
0: And for context, the market cap of RH is10 billion dollars. So the, the idea that they could get to 20 billion in <laughs> revenue, Um, on an annual basis, um, you can just imagine what that would do to the overall size of the company.
1: Well, uh, they uh, also quote in the letter, this is a good quote that I'll remember, um, the chairman and CEO of uh, LVMH uh, saying, luxury goods are the only area in which it is possible to make luxury margins. And you know retailers, they're not blowing. RH is not blowing a lot of money on stores. This is a, mostly a direct-to-consumer business. Uh, despite the fact that if you're in Boston, as you will be next week, we may or yes. may not get to that. Uh, Restoration Hardware or RH uh, has a really you know impressive store uh, out there. On uh, Newberry Street or, or whatever it is, um, and an alarmingly uh, beautiful looking building from the outside. So uh, that is an aberration. Mostly, the, what they sell uh, in stores is just you know s- store models that they're they're getting rid of. They're they're mostly an, an online business.
0: First quarter profits for KB Home came in higher than expected. Net orders were up, deliveries were up, but revenue was a little bit lower than expected. Shares of KB Home falling a little bit this morning. Jason Moser and I talked about Lenar last week, and that management team uh, was very bullish on housing. Uh, What was the guidance like from KB Home, and was there anything in particular that stood out to you from this report?
1: Yeah, two thumbs up on the guidance. I think that uh yeah, it's off a little bit today, of course the market as a whole is a little bit off and it's backing off of not all-time highs, but uh you know, highs over the last 10 years. Now, one of the data points that they point to is that this is I think the highest orders for this quarter that they've seen in 14 years. At which point Alarm bells should ring when you say home builders. 14 years ago, what was that? That was 2007, and that was the peak. That doesn't mean that this is, you know, a return to uh, uh, any level of craziness such as we saw. In fact, the the stock peaked in 2005, I think, um, and it's it's really. Even though it's it's come way back this year, it's it's still half the the price it was back in 2005. So, with a cyclical stock like this, people get little too excited when the when the cycle is going the right way, as it had been going for a long time going into 2005. Uh, so the the cycle will turn again at some point, and there's little that a home builder can do but you know ride along. Um, the, the cycles and and right now i think you know the, the next wave is is going to be pretty good uh, backlog was up when you ask about guidance backlog is up 74% over the last year and that tells you a lot about what the year ahead is likely to be
0: i didn't look at kb homes call um, but i haven't seen anything so far out of them or lenar about supply chain issues and and it's just kind of interesting to me that there are other businesses that are struggling mightily uh, with supply chain issues and at the moment anyway uh, home builders don't appear to be one of them
1: uh they may not be mentioning it uh, but it's going it, to it's it's a thing uh, it's a thing i mean uh, so lumber i think is still widely available but uh, you know the prices have spiked there are going to be some there there's a lot that you can replace it uh, in homes if something isn't available you can use something else a lot of the time so they've, they've got a little bit more flexibility in some of the, the material some of uh, the parts that, that are necessary uh, but they'll run into some troubles but uh, they're they're not they're not quite like the just-in-time issues that you're going to see in you know chip that chips are causing in in autos or things like that, but I think supply chain is is an element that will come up. But more than that is uh, the input costs. So yeah, uh, you know, that that gets passed along to the consumer. Right now, consumer is still pretty flush in terms of their home buying because uh, although uh, you know interest rates have gone up, they are still very low uh, for historic purposes.
0: Two quick things before our final story. First, our guest on Motley Fool Money this weekend is Rich Allison, the CEO of Domino's Pizza. I got the chance to talk with him earlier this week. Um, I I could have talked to him for an hour. Um, uh, Just a a great, fun, interesting conversation. Uh, Second, if you haven't already checked out the flagship service of The Motley Fool, which is of course Stock Advisor, check it out. You can get stock recommendations from Tom and David Gardner. You get their Best Buys now and a lot more. Just go to stockideas.fool.com. That's stockideas.fool.com. You get a 50% discount off of Stock Advisor for being one of the dozens of listeners. So check that out when you get a chance. Recently, I read a story about how over the past six months, there have been far fewer cases of the flu. And than we typically see. And when I read that, I thought to myself, boy, it, it seems like there are a lot of businesses that sell products to help you get through cold and flu season. I wonder what's going on with sales of those products, because if a lot fewer people have the flu, I'm guessing there's fewer sales of that. Um, and that brings us to Rite Aid. Uh, Rite Aid is scheduled to report earnings on April 15th. But this morning, management updated their guidance and said they expect to report a loss for the fiscal year, they said sales of cold and flu-related products fell nearly 40% and shares of Rite Aid are falling more than 20% today.
1: Yeah. so With that brilliant insight on flu season and the likelihood (laughs) that companies were going to get impacted negatively in some cases, did you go out and short Rite Aid?
0: I did not go out and short. Rite Aid. Nor did I short CVS or, or Walgreens for that matter. Would you Would you like a time machine to
1: go back and, and short Rite Aid uh, the day that you thought about this?
0: If I get access to a time machine, I'm going to use it for something other than shorting Rite
1: Aid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, sure, you might come up with something better, but you know, you would have made a lot of money today on that on your time machine. Uh, you know, Rite Aid losing money for the year is kind of a broken record. It is not. A company which has been able to distinguish itself by making money uh, for years. And so that part of, of the pre announcement, I guess, uh, causing some concern for those that became believers in Raid Aid. I think it's, you know, they're mostly maybe waiting for the company to get bought out, to get finished being bought out by a competitor or something. Uh, and, you know, maybe they can bounce back with. Uh, the the uh, vaccine distribution uh, they will have and do have people coming in to get that so they didn't come in to buy uh, flu uh, treatments at all basically flu was virtually uh, non-existent in this country and for, for the last winter look they 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 got to get people in the stores for some reason or another and then to sell them sell them some things they've got a lot of real estate uh, and uh, their their revenues really haven't moved up in let's call it a decade. It might be a little bit more than that. I don't I don't know what to to point to with with a lot of hope uh, in the terms of Rite Aid. Their competitors are are just too too competent and at five percent of the market, uh, even with the vaccine distribution opportunities that they have and and hopefully will execute well. Uh, they're just—they don't have the scale uh, at this point to, uh, you know, achieve very much.
0: They don't have the scale, which is remarkable when you consider the fact that they have more than two thousand locations, which is probably at least one thousand more than they should actually have.
1: They keep trying to sell them, but uh, I think I was reading a report. I think they've got about five percent. Of the market, uh, CBS 27%, Walgreens 22%. And the reimbursement rates for the vaccine um, have just been, I think, increased. Uh, so, you know, consumers aren't necessarily being charged anything for their vaccine shots, but uh, the pharmacies are getting, I think, 40 to $40 a, a dose now. So uh, that's, that's an opportunity. And let's hope for Rite Aid and its shareholders that uh, when people go in uh, to, to get a shot there, that they buy something else while they're in the store.
0: Bill Barker, always good talking to you. Thanks for being here.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against, so don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's going to do it for this edition of Market Foolery. the show is mixed by Dan Boyd. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on Monday.